0: This is What The Flux, I'm Brett. And I'm Justin, and it's Monday the 2nd of March. Some interesting news for you, Justin, you'll remember last week we spoke about Amazon's new store with cashierless technology. I do remember that. Well, someone's already tricked the system, they took oh. some produce, went to the bathroom, changed their jumper, came out, and were charged less than they were meant to be. Holes in the system. Brett, you're looking very nice in a new shirt today, what's Thank the special you. occasion? Um, uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> While the market's suffering from the coronavirus outbreak, it is. companies like Netflix yep. and Slack are yep actually some of the companies that could perform quite well, okay. even they're considered refuge products, ah, products you use at home. Interesting. Someone's no leaving their house. Three very interesting stories this Monday morning, Justin. Let's get Let's into those. It. For our first story, the coronavirus has had an unlikely, but not surprising victim, one of the world's most popular beers. Shares in the owner of Corona Beer, Constellation Brands, has fallen 8% last week. And what's the reason for the fall? Corona has been the subject of memes and videos mm-hmm. online linking it to... The coronavirus. Online searches for Corona beer virus and (laughs) beer coronavirus show the beer just hasn't been able to escape the association (laughs) with the virus. It just so happens that Corona has just released a new advertising campaign. The new campaign slogan, coming ashore soon. (laughs) That is dangerous. So Corona beer is coming ashore soon. And of course, this has created some real outrage on socials. So this is either a ridiculous coincidence or Corona beer is really trying to ham up the association. To the virus. Since the backlash, Corona has maintained its marketing campaign, even if people are offended. So what's the key learning here? Ads are a super important tool for any brand. And controversial ads can have both positive or negative consequences. When ads miss the mark and don't work out well, things get ugly. Ads can hurt people's feelings. Ads can turn attention away from the actual product. Ads can damage brand identity. Case in point, Clive Palmer's offensively yellow billboards <laughs> screaming, make Australia great in the lead up to the 2016 election. It But when these ads work well, companies gain an advantage over their competitors. Ads may catch the public's attention and ads can evoke strong feelings from the public. On the flip side to Clive Palmer, Koala Mattress created a parody of his ad Uh replacing his face with a koala bear and changing the slogan to Make Australia Sleep. Ads like this can and do generate word of mouth sales like crazy and gain loyal followers for a brand. For our second story, DoorDash, the on-demand food delivery company, which has recently launched in Australia, has filed for an IPO no confidentially. Now, I know an IPO is when a company wants to become a public company and raise money from investors, but this IPO was confidential. What does that mean? (laughs) It's basically when a company that is still growing fast can test the waters of an IPO without fully committing or sharing too much detail about itself. And therefore it can avoid all the public scrutiny or prying eyes of its competitors. Like when you're in the line to get ice cream, you can look around, test a few flavors, Mm, maybe the chocolate, nah, maybe the hazelnut. And once you're ready, you can make the big decision. Some other companies that have done it recently are Slack and Spotify, and they ended up going ahead with their IPOs. Cookies and cream for Slack. <laughs> Salted caramel for Spotify. <laughs> but WeWork also filed for an IPO in the same way. And let's just say things didn't work out particularly well for them. Okay, AKA, it's like when you're in the same ice cream shop and you've satisfied your sweet tooth <laughs> with a couple of tasters yep. and make a dash to get out of there ASAP. The old taste and dash. Favorite pasta <laughs> of mine. So DoorDash wants to raise money from investors so it can continue to compete with Ryle like Uber Eats and Deliveroo. But it wants to do it in a private way so these competitors can't learn about them in the process. So what's the key learning here? Food delivery takeaway isn't a new business model. But mixing takeaway with online menu portals has become a big, big industry. The timing of DoorDash's announcement is interesting. It just shows how insanely cash-intensive yeah. the food delivery industry is. DoorDash last raised money from investors just three months ago. And Brett, it wasn't a small amount. It was $700 million. Oh, that's insane. And although DoorDash, Deliveroo, and Uber Eats make money from restaurants and consumers... The money they're making is still less than what it costs them to pay the delivery drivers. And all that advertising. Mm. For our third and final story, the National Rugby League, or the NRL, is proactively speaking to TV networks and streaming platforms about its next broadcasting deal. And it's not just the broadcast deal that might change. The NRL as a sport may change too. While the existing Rugby League broadcast deal expires at the end of 2022, Mm -hmm. a little while away, talks are already starting to ramp up. And why is that? This one's a little juicy. Unlike the traditional model of giving rights to a free-to-air channel. Channel 9. And a cable provider. Like Fox. The next deal may look very different. And the NRL may look different too. The NRL CEO said that nothing is off the table from the way in which the NRL is presented on TV to the way in which the game itself is actually played. Kind of like when a couple moves in together for the first time (laughs) and they have totally different routines Mm -hmm. and they both agree change needs to be made to keep the flame (laughs) alive. The CEO even said that new formats of rugby league may be created to attract a changing demographic and a changing media landscape. So what's the key learning here? Sports around the world need to get with the times. While there is a purity to the fact that we're still playing games created hundreds of years ago, these competitions also have a responsibility to make sure they don't get stale with fans. And sometimes this works, like 2020 cricket. They pretty much said, how can we create a game of cricket for people who don't like cricket? (laughs) And it's changed the face and the fortunes of cricket. But sometimes, it really falls flat on its face. Like really flat on its face. I'm talking AFL X, it fell flat. It fell really flat. But, respect to the AFL for giving it a crack. It will be interesting to see how the NRL change the format of the game. Flux family, if you're enjoying the What The Flux podcast, check us out at flux.finance on Instagram for more money hacks and nibbles. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.